everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul, your host. Today's show is sponsored by MyCUDepot.com. That's www.mycuudepot.com. Write that down. That's for all of your continuing education needs, all done 100% online. If you're an engineer and you need PDU credits, there are literally dozens and dozens of available PDU credits on that website. Uh, you can get there from our website, or you can get there from going to, again, www.myceudepot.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at We thank them for sponsoring that. Full disclosure, my wife is the founder of that, so hey, keeping it in the family. So anyway, today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that I received via email, and I've probably done it before in some other podcast or video, where I talk about environmental airspaces above a suspended ceiling and the use of MC cable and whether or not it's required to be plenum rated or not. And... It's an interesting topic that I seem to get an awful lot, and obviously I've had to craft many letters, or it's come up in seminars that I've done around the country where I do an open Q&A forum, and I just let them them go, man. That's why I don't like doing things where you go on the dais and and people ask you questions that are pre-done. I mean, I like the flow of it. I like to answer questions, and I like to be put in the spot, if you will. It it, it makes me learn. I find it challenging, and, and everybody knows me. I love good confrontation, so... A good debate, always a good debate, very healthy, especially it seems to be electricians love a good debate. So anyway, the question came, and what it was is the the engineer was turning down a project where there was MC cable installed above a suspended ceiling, and that space above the suspended ceiling was being used as an environmental airspace, kind of like a plenum. Uh, and if you want to know what a plenum is based on definitions, then you can go to the... Uh, the uh, NFPA has a document that is um, NFPA 70A, which talks about uh, other spaces used for environmental air, uh, and it correlates with the term plenum that's actually used in that document, which is basically standards for installation of air conditioning and ventilation systems, and they kind of correlate. Um, but when we talk about other spaces used for environmental air, and it has in the parentheses plenums, it's acting like a plenum. Now, there's a difference between the plenums, uh, and and we'll kind of discuss the plenum in a second, but there's really the ones that we want to deal with is those ducts or ducting systems that air moves through that are specifically fabricated as such to move environmental air, conditioning, cooling, whatever, versus a space itself, and it's actually pulling the air from that space as the return air so that it can again supply conditioned air or environmental air out to the actual conditioned space. So really, um, and a lot of those spaces also have vents that pull the air up into this space above a suspended ceiling, right? And so it's kind of a circular pattern of revolving air. And a lot of people get really concerned about, well, what can I put up there, what I can't put up there? So we kind of want to delve in that today. Uh, before we go into that, um, I want to talk about the plenums. So a plenum, if I've got an air handling unit above a suspended ceiling, okay, it's exchanging air, pulling air out of a space and supplying it back to a space. So above that suspended ceiling, I have the air handler unit 
and it has a ducting system, whether it's flexible duct, metal duct, whatever it is, and it goes out and it goes to the room, and you have a vent in the room. Typically, commercially, you look up, you see, even in a drop ceiling or suspended ceiling, you'll see a vent there. Okay, if you look up through that vent and you can actually see ducting or the side walls going up and you're not looking up and you actually see above the ceiling, then what that is is that's a fabricated duct. And that duct goes up and into the air handle unit. Now, usually... In a closed ducted system, you'll have an air handler unit and it has a supply and a return and both are ducted down to the space that's being conditioned, right? So that is a specifically fabricated duct. Now, you can't take a wiring method generally and penetrate that duct system unless you're doing it or for it necessitates the need to do that for some kind of sensing unit that is in direct action upon the contained air that's in that sensing unit, okay? Um, So now if you're doing that, then you do have some allowances. So the code is going to allow you, if you're doing that, the only real wire methods, and we're talking about penetrating those fabricated ducts now, that completed enclosed ducting system. I can use MI cable, okay, without any non-metallic covering on it, okay? Why would you? Why would you want to use MI, okay? I don't know. Maybe you do if it's a a location that is also being fabricated, but I don't know. Why even go there? So, type MC cable can be used, but you can only use two types of MC cable. And we all know it comes in three. You have interlocked, you have smooth, and you have corrugated. Now, in these fabricated ducts, if I want to penetrate it in order to get to that sensor, again, it's monitoring that controlled air, Okay, uh, for whatever that direct action, in other words, it has something to do with the controlling of the air, a sensor, thermostat, or whatever it is, uh, then I can do so with an MC cable as long as it is smooth or it's a corrugated. Okay, and the in in the sheathing, the metal sheathing is impervious uh, and it has no non-metallic covering. Okay, so I could penetrate it. Of course, I could also use EMT, flexible metal tubing, intermediate metal conduit. Uh, rigid metal conduit again without any non-metallic covering okay uh, again that's that's uh, allowed to be able to do that specific conditions apply uh, I can even take FMC that's flexible metal conduit is actually permitted okay, not requirement not one of the ones that are listed there but it is permitted to do that as long as the links don't exceed four feet okay all right so you know that's kind of getting more than we want to get for what we're talking about all right so now, we do have an exception to this rule. If I have to penetrate it for some reason, under the 2017 code, I can now penetrate that fabricated duct. Now, again, let's not get confused. We're talking about we have an air handler unit. We have ducts for the supply and the return going out to the actual uh, conditioned space. Okay, It all is in a ducted system. If I have to penetrate those ducts for whatever reason, for the sensing units or for some direct control into the air that's inside that unit, Okay, then I can do that under the conditions that I just stated in 300.22b. There is an exception now that says, well, now, you know what? If you're going to use any of the wiring methods that are going to be permitted in 300.22c, which we're going to talk about in a minute, which is where we really get the topic of today's show, um, then if you use one of those methods to penetrate it, and you're doing it because it needs to have some direct impact on the sensing of the contained air, then we're going to allow you to do that. But we're also going to limit you to the length of only four feet. Because really, to be honest with you, the only reason you're going in there is to get to a sensing unit for whatever it may be. 
Okay, so that is something that's kind of new in the uh, 2017 code. Now that is big because while I might have a bunch of MC up in that uh, suspended ceiling area, which we're going to see in a minute, that yes, Mr. Engineer, it's okay. But also it allows me that oh, while I'm doing all this, if I have to penetrate that duct, uh, fabricated duct system for some reason to get to a sensor, I can do that and I don't have to do something special. I don't need to use MI. I don't need to change over to smooth or corrugated to be able to do it. But I do have these limitations, okay? So look for that exception. That's going to help you. And that is, again, if you have a need to penetrate a fabricated, specifically uh, fabricated duct system for environmental air. Now, Let's get to the question at hand that was posed by the electrical contractor that was having a problem with the engineer. And I get this a lot at Encore. I do have to write a lot of letters, and usually now I have a generic letter because I get the question so much. They always say, Paul, is MC cable plenum rated? Okay, look, most of the MC products that would be theoretically plenum rated, in other words, they've been evaluated to NFPA 262, or if they were going to go into vertical spaces, uh, shafts, or uh, things like that, then they would be evaluated under UL 1666. Okay, if that was the evaluation, then that would be something like an FPLP. Okay, that would be used for fire alarm applications or whatnot, and that product gets evaluated to flame spread, smoke propagation, all of that that you see under NFPA 262 or UL 1666 and all those type of things. That's not normal MC, and that does not have to apply to the space above a suspended or drop ceiling. Okay, and, there's, and this is why, because it's stated right here in 300.22C. And let me read it for you. It says, other spaces used for environmental air. And it says plenums. Look, for all intents and purposes, it's being used like a plenum. Okay? It's pulling air. But here's the difference. Usually in these environmental air spaces above like a suspended ceiling or, or a, ducted, um, a drop ceiling, you have the air handler unit and it has a big grill on it with a filter. So it's actually pulling air from that suspended space, which in turn usually has grates on the ceiling that is sucking the air from the building's interior space, okay, the habitable spaces or all the rooms. So it's sucking the air up, okay, from that habitable spaces, okay. Now, uh, one thing to remember is we have to read, because I need to clarify that when I make that statement. Let's read what 300.22c says. It says, other spaces used for environmental air, plenums. It says, this section shall apply to spaces not specifically fabricated for environmental air handling purposes, but used for air handling purposes as a plenum. And again, that would be the whole intent of those above ceiling type of spaces. It says, this section shall not apply to habitable rooms or areas of buildings, okay? The prime purpose of which is not air handling, okay? So don't misapply the rule here. So let me keep it real simple. We are talking about other spaces such as those spaces where the air handling unit is located above a suspended ceiling that's actually pulling air from that space. So it's ultimately going to pull air from the grates that are all throughout the actual building itself. Okay, But it's really pulling air from the space. 
All right. Now, you have some good informational notes here. This one informational note that I'm going to read you is just of important significance. And it says, informational note, again, is just informational. It's not uh, enforceable, but I think you get the gist of it. It says, the space above a hung ceiling or suspended ceiling or a drop ceiling used for environmental air handling purposes is an example of a type of other space to which this section applies. That's a great example that NFPA uses uh, for establishing guidance through the code with informational notes. They're informational only, but they give you good guidance. And personally, I'm in favor of informational notes. No, we don't want to turn it into a design document. Uh, It's not an instructional document. But any time that we can provide nuggets of information, it's a good thing. And this is a good thing. Okay. It also has an informational note, too, that says, hey, if you want to learn exactly what a plenum is because you're confused by the plenum in parentheses, then here you go. Go to NFPA's 90A, and you can find out how the definition correlates for how it discusses it in 300.22C. And I think that I've probably talked about that enough to give you the idea. You know what we're talking about. Now, let's go down to the wiring methods that are allowed in there. And it's going to be significant because they also are allowed to be under the exception in 300.22B for that limited penetration of those fabricated environmental air ducts that we just talked about. Now, what are the wiring methods that are allowed? Okay, It says, wiring methods for such other spaces shall be limited to totally enclosed, non-ventilated, insulated busways having no provisions for plugging connections. Okay, So this is a busway that passes through that doesn't have the openings for for be able to do plug-ins. So it's simply passing through the space. Uh, type MI cable without an overall non-metallic covering. We, kind of the same thing you would allow uh, in 300.22B. Uh, it goes on to say type MC cable without overall non-metallic covering. So that's just typical MC. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's corrugated, so, uh, smooth, or interlocked at that point. Uh, it also allows type AC cable to be in this environment up in these suspended ceilings. Not a problem. Uh, or... Other factory-assembled non-multi-conductor control or power cables that are specifically listed for use within an air handling space. In other words, they've been evaluated and they meet the requirements of smoke propagation and flame spread and, and all those and that it's rated for the environment, then those two could be above there. Even if it's a non-metallic sheathing, it still has to go through the rating okay, in order to get that uh, listing on it. Okay, so keep that in mind. It also says, hey, by the way, in case you're confused, it says other types of cables, system uh, cables, even conductors or other or raceways shall be permitted to be installed in electrical metallic tubing, flexible metal tubing, intermediate metal conduit, rigid metal conduit without an overall non-metallic covering flexible metal conduit or other ex- uh, or or where accessible surface metal raceways or metal wireways with metal covers okay so it even allows you to have other types of cable conductors and raceways to be installed in these other type of wiring methods in these locations see so you have this plethora of ability above this other spaces used for environmental air So the engineer would say, look, you cannot put a MC cable above a suspended ceiling because it's not plenum rated. 
And in the reality is you're specifically being allowed to do that right here inside of the requirements of 300.22C1 for that space. Okay. Also, some other tidbits here. It says non-metallic cable ties and other non-metallic cable accessories used to secure and support cables shall be listed as having low smoke and heat release properties. Okay, so you you're, are going to be allowed to use these non-metallic type products in there, uh, but they have to be listed for this low smoke and heat uh, and uh, heat resistant properties. Now, where do you find out more about that? Well, that would be under UL 2043, um, and... That is also an informational note. It does even give you the properties that are involved, which means it has a maximum peak optical density, that's the smoke, of 0.50 or less in order to pass that. And you're going to see that these pretty much reminisce the same requirements that are in NFPA 262 as well. So that kind of gives you that guidance, that kind of mirror. But in this case, because it's part of a product standard, it's really referencing UL 2043. And that standard is, it says, fire tests for heat and visible smoke release for discrete products and their accessories installed in air handling spaces. So that's the more appropriate standard for those type of products. And they all evaluate them to that and you'll be done. Okay? The other question I get is, what about cable trays? Well, if you go on to 300.22C2 and it says... Cable tray system says the provisions in A or B, don't forget the power of the or, means it doesn't mean you have to comply with both. It's A or B, whereas if there was an and in there, you have to comply with both A and B. That's an important thing if you're a test taker. Remember that. So for cable tray systems, it says the provisions in A or B shall apply to the use of metallic cable tray systems. Notice it says metallic cable tray systems in other spaces used for environmental air, again, plenums, um, uh, where applicable, where, excuse me, where accessible as followed. Now, A means metal cable tray systems. Metal cable tray systems shall be permitted to support the wiring methods in 300.22C1. Okay, so all of those methods we just talked about, like an MC cable going in a cable tray inside of that. In, uh, that sp- other space used for environmental air. If you want to put it in a cable tray, perfectly fine. Article 392 permits MC cable to be used in it. If the MC cable is evaluated and it is, will go in those locations, then you're good to go, right? Uh, also, it says B says, okay, that is a metal cable tray system. Now, it also says B, solid side bottom cable tray systems. So it says solid side and bottom Cable tray systems with solid metal covers shall be permitted to enclose wiring methods and cables not already already covered in 300.22C1 in accordance with 392.10A and B. Okay, So we're giving you even more provisions here for the use in a solid side and bottom uh, metal cable tray system. Okay, so I'm gonna let you use all of those uh, that you know that are also uh, not covered in 300.22C1, but in accordance with 392.10A and B. So you have a lot of options here. So dealing with the engineer, it's really okay to have MC cable above that suspended ceiling. It does not have to be plenum rated. 
Okay, it's not necessary for this application. All right, so let's do a recap. We kind of covered what a plenum was. Okay, uh, we kind of covered what a specifically fabricated duct system. That's a totally enclosed duct system to an to an air handling type of unit, uh, where it pulls the air from the space that is acting like a plenum, but it is other spaces that are being used for environmental air that is acting like a plenum. Okay, so yes, MC cable perfectly fine in that environment. Okay, can I install NMB in there? Absolutely not. It's a non-metallic product. Uh, uh, can I install PVC jacketed products in there? Absolutely not, unless they have some kind of properties that actually meet the requirements of 262 from NFPA, or even if it's a vertical shaft that it's meeting something of UL 1666. Uh, I think that's the standard. Excuse me, because I really don't watch that one a lot. Um, but anyway, at the end of the day, yes, MC Cable is perfectly acceptable in that location. All right, so I gave you a lot of information. Hopefully you in enjoyed it all. Uh, if you have any questions about MC Cable, by all means, give me a call. I will also do an episode that explains all the do's and don'ts with MC Cable. Can you use MC Cable uh, in a wet location? You can if it's PVC jacketed. Can I use MC Cable in a damp location? Yes, you can if it's, if it's PVC jacketed. Um, it is a dry location product. Uh, that's how it's evaluated. You're not going to see the word damp anywhere in UL 1569. Uh, so the next question is, per the NEC, can I use MC cable in a dry location that is subject to dampness and wetness periodically, like under construction? Then you use the same rules that you would under the definitions of a dry location. If it's permanently dry, it's going to be dry. It's always going to be a dry location. But during constructions, it's temporarily subject to a wet or damp condition. Then if the conductor's inside of the MC cable are wet located, and as long as it's not submerged, as long as it's not prolonged saturation, then it's okay. Have no fear. It's fine. But you should always consult your manufacturer for that because that's my personal opinion, and you need to check with the manufacturers. And my comments do not necessarily represent a manufacturer's position. It represents Paul Abernathy's position. But again, I have tons of documents on that. And just remember... Follow the NEMA Evaluating Water Damage Guide depending on the subject to the condition of use that your cable has been subject to. Okay, there's my NEMA plug for the day. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. God bless. Until next time, hey, man, stay safe out there. It's a jungle. So uh, also visit our website, masterthenec.com or electricalcodeacademy.com. Visit our, our, NEC, our um, Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Master the NEC or easier, go to our website and click through. Like us on Facebook. Like us on uh, YouTube. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, listen to our podcast, all available from our website. Uh, when you go on the website, you can actually ask a question while you're on the website. We have this neat feature. Once you get there, this little pop-up thing will come up. And if you have a question, you need a quick answer. Uh, if I'm not around, I, obviously I can't answer it. But if you type something in there, I'll try to get your answer back to you. If you type something and you're worried about me not getting back to you, make sure you also type your email address in there. So then I can actually capture your email and I'll send you a response. A lot of people don't do that. They type a question and then if I'm not available, they leave and, it, and I, can't get your, I can't get back in touch with you. So if you do an instant message while you're on the website, make sure you also put your, your email address in there and I'll respond whether you stay there and wait for me to answer your question or you leave. I answer all questions. So anyway, stay safe out there. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, until next time, remember, MC Cable in a plenum space. Uh, 
It's okay if it's a fabricated duct. Remember the exceptions to the rule uh, and your permitted uses under 300.22b for a fabricated duct. But if it's an environmental airspace above a suspended ceiling, MC cable's perfectly fine up there. No, it doesn't have to be plenum rated. Until next time, folks, stay safe and God bless.